want to welcome you to the show. We have one of the hottest up and coming artists in New York City, straight from the Bronx. He goes by the name of B Love. B Love, welcome to the show, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Live 365, iHeart Radio. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I just saw that you recently, actually four hours ago on your Instagram, you announced the winter tour that you have upcoming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Started tour coming up. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Cities. Definitely. We're looking forward to performing on that tour most. Chicago, I ain't gonna lie. Chicago is like, yeah, Chicago. I think I'm waiting to get there. You have some ties to Chicago, collaborating with G Herbo. He brought you out his performances. I was actually at the Ritz Theater in New Jersey, and I know My Everything Part 3 was going crazy at the time, and I said, what do you want to bet he's going to bring out B-Love? And he did. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a movie. Appreciate both that. We definitely came through. I think that was after the video shoot. We went out there. For me, I told me pull up, and it was a movie from there on. The crowd went insane. Out of everyone that came out that night, you had the biggest reaction from the crowd. And that just goes to show you that you're the next superstar in New York. How did you get connected with G Herbo for people that don't know? Um, um, Gay Flock, Key Bro. I, um, he had, remember, he did the freestyle, he did the um, remix with, with G Herbo already. And G Herbo's on live, bumping my track, going crazy. Like, that was probably his favorite shit at the time. Going crazy, bumping, bumping. Then he had told the live to hit me up for them to tell me, like, to like, tell him to get on it. For me to get him on it, then I had told Flop for me, time for me, time to respond. I had him up, but he probably didn't see it. I told Flock to for me to deliver a message, and he did that. While being with G Herbo, being on the tour, and him bringing him bringing you out at performances, what were some of those important things that you learned from him? Because G Herbo is making a huge impact out here in the game, not only in music, but what he's doing on the side for community service with schools in Chicago. What are some of the most important things that you learned from him? Um, you know, giving back to I've been doing like donations, giving back for like holidays and stuff like that. So that stuff he's been doing. So you know, I just you see stuff, you see people doing good, benefiting for the neighborhood. We just try to do the same for me. Buy what you want to go. Have you thought about starting your own foundation in the future? Because I noticed that you're doing some donation work and you're part of an event with Hot 97 and Fat Joe with the Bronx tragedy with the fire that occurred. Yeah. For me, like similar situation, like a tragic incident. I used to um live over there too. So I'm like, no, that's just like anybody. If I my building get on fire, I want people to help me. So I'm just for me trying to get a new movement going, people get back to the people that really need it instead of just, you know, keep corrupting the city and all that. We're trying to make a change. And it's important you're so young and you're having an impact out here. And now you're going to influence the rappers that come up under you to do the same and follow in your footsteps, which is your blueprint. How are you dealing with the fame at 21 years old? Um, you know, it's, 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 it's late now. It's late now. I'm getting the hang of it. At first, it was like, for me, you got to, your life changing. Like, at one point, your life changed in a couple of days. So it's like, you know, you got to, it's hard to adapt to your whole life changing around. But it's, it's like now. What's the most important thing you could tell other artists that you're coming up with, even younger artists, that the importance of staying grounded? Because oftentimes there's artists out there that don't stay grounded. They start acting fake and following trends. But you've been able to keep it real to yourself and to your fans. What's some important piece of advice you can offer to the up and coming artists and the artists out here to just stay grounded once you make it and you have the fame? Yeah, I don't. Some people fall in love with the fame. So 
they have fall in love with the fame and then do anything to get the fame. That's how people end up changing for me. But you just gotta you know you fall in love with what you do. Like I fell in love with rapping and you know being an artist, not being a comedian or you know other stuff like or basically like rappers like you know they was that cool. That was that cool. But they do like you know about the drop or something, start acting different, you know, basically just switching up. Yeah, going mad weird shit. Like you ain't know not just stay yourself. You need to stay yourself, fall in love with taking care of your family and shit, and you and your other your family, your folks. You're doing that out here. You're staying focused. You're staying grounded. That's why you're going so far. What was your introduction to hip hop as a listener? Because I've heard you recall in the past that you grew up to artists like Lil Wayne and Meek Mill. We'll get into Meek Mill later. But what was your introduction to hip hop as a listener being from the Bronx? Because there's such a history behind the Bronx and hip hop, especially from the South Bronx where you're from. Yeah. I'm like, you know, my uncle, my pops, they all older. So they grew up on and they grew up on that type of music for me. And the, like, the streets music, so that's what I've been hearing growing up. So like, I can't really, I don't know who introduced. I know it's my pops, my uncle, one of them. They introduced me into that, and they just played, you know, Meek Mill, Little Wayne, um, Rick Ross. Who was else? Like, you know, Jim Jones and them. Jim you know, Jones. the old school for me rappers they used to listen to. Shout out to Jim Jones, too. He gave you some love and recognition on Instagram and told all the old heads to make yeah, yeah. way for young artists such as yourself. So how was the experience of meeting Jim Jones? And you were hanging, were you hanging out with him at a performance? Yeah, definitely. At um, DJ Sub birthday party, I ain't even know he's going to be there. I'm out performing. My man told me like, yo, turn around. I turn around and Jim Jones standing right there. Chilling. I say what up with him. Then he started performing. I'm on stage. We performing his song, a song that I used to listen to. Highly as a kid, you know, we born. We fly high. Yeah, like we on like that part right there was crazy. Like, so that was like a, another thing like, for me, shocking moment. Like, it's crazy. Like, never would I think I'd be on stage with Jim Jones for me performing. Stuff like that. Did you have a conversation with Jim Jones since he embraced you about creating a record together? Um, definitely. Like, um, I'll, we haven't really spoke about creating a record together, but we can do that. Definitely, but you know, you know, the OGs basically be one, the youngers to not crash out, basically like just keeping me, wanting me how to move, what mistakes not to make, you know, the old regular OG type of time they be on, giving advice, making sure we don't mess up the bag, keep everything flowing for me. Has there been any other hip hop legends, especially from New York, that's reached out and what you're doing and support? Because I think it is important for the old heads to reach out, especially what you're doing, especially what you're incorporating into your music, which is the sampling of classic yeah. artists. Yeah, like um, at the MSG, I spoke to um, Busta Rhymes, um, Fat Joe, you know, um, with them, um, Ma, you know, I just like recently had conversations with them, and they, you know, same. Same thing, just another person giving advice, trying to keep me for me head above water. Um, who else? I know a boogie. He for me, he more he more younger than he much younger than them, but like for me, he older than me, and he a person that been through it already. So 
he'd be trying to just keep me out the way and making sure I don't got to take the losses he took, you know, to finally realize what's right or wrong for me. As an artist of your age, it's so rare to see artists give back to the older generation. Why is it important for you to give back and sample in artists such as Mary J. Blige in your records? No, like they paid away, really. Now, as you think about it, they paid away. So that's like some type of respect, but but that's not how everybody think about it. Like, you no, know, I just, I mean, I like that. My mom grew up on that. So when I heard that my everything instrumental, I'm like, Oh no, I gotta do this with my mom. Like, I ain't gonna lie, that's a song. Like, I know she's gonna like, plus for me, she don't wanna hear all that rowdy music all day. So I'm like, all right, let me make sure. let me make something for her, get them right. Okay, so. I'm sure that your mother was proud of you sampling that record. It's not only an acknowledgement to Mary J. Blige, but also it's something that you and your mother can keep in their memories forever. Because now you Absolutely. put it on your record. Yeah, that's how we just renewed it. We remade it through all my community jacking it. And it got leaked for me. A lot of people jacking it for me. It went viral, became one of my number one songs. That's right. There were tons of artists reposted in on TikTok and Instagram went viral all over the place. And you're continuing to do that right now. Meek Mill, I heard that someone was able to set up you performing Meek Mill in Madison Square Garden at one of his performances. How was that experience performing at MSG? It's like, it's crazy. You know, my, my uncle was like, for me, big, one of his favorite artists is Meek Mill. So growing up on that, he go crazy. And I'm clear for me, you're not thinking you're going to really be on, share the same stage with one of these artists. Like, for me, but now, yeah, I reached out, got me to pull up, you know, share the stage with a couple more big artists, such as Lil Baby, somebody that, for me, inspired me too. So shout out to Meek Mill for me, for having me, gave me that opportunity. He also gave me a couple, for me, advices too, mm -hmm. on how to like, head above water, for me a step ahead. What was some of the advice that he did give you if you want to get into it? Because I think that's something that can inspire a lot of people. No, same thing for me, all the OGs say for me, they'd warn you about, for me, small circle, for me, be wise of what you do. For me, just don't go down and don't crash out, basically, you know? And that's what you're doing, man. I've heard you say in other interviews that I've read online too, that you thought about branching out into the little baby type of scene in hip hop, not just drill. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely working on that too. Cause you know, I just want to do all types of, not only little baby type, you know, like just all types. I just don't want to do one style of music. I just don't want to do one style. I want to be able to do multiple styles of music. So I can hit like, you know, some people don't listen to drill music. So I want to have people that listen to like, you know, more of a R&B type of music, more of that type of music. That don't listen to either, they listen to hip hop. You've had some big collaborations already early on in your career and you've achieved so much already. What are your plans for 2022 as far as collaborations and what you have going in your own business of releasing music? Um, 2022, I'm trying to drop a project 2022, a couple big features. You know, I'm not trying to spoil it now, but definitely a couple big, couple big features up there. Um, 
you know, just trying to get it going, put on the gas now. Next year, new fresh start. Just trying to go crazy. That's what you're going to be doing out here. Have you thought about exploring any other avenues now that you've got your footing in the music game? Have you thought about pursuing acting or even creating your own sneaker line because you are a sneakerhead? Um, yeah, uh, acting. I'm about to. I'm supposed to be playing a role in some um something coming up. So hopefully you'll be there to see. We love acting so. <laughs> Is this going to be a movie or a TV show? What what can we expect? You don't have to give away all so, the details. It's going to be like, y'all see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. My Everything released recently. Why did you choose for your project to end 2021 with to be My Everything? Why was it that one that you titled My Everything? I didn't really like plan. Like, I ain't talking about that drop. It would happen to be leaked. And it was forced to drop. Like the fans basically forced me to drop that. <laughs> Shout out to my fans though, definitely though, because who know where I would be without that song. So shout out to them. Definitely. Could we get a My Everything part four? <laughs> if Mary J. Blige get on there, yeah, why yeah. not? <laughs> we gotta make it happen. Definitely. Speaking in the existence and the fruition here. Feliz Navidad. I saw that you did that with the Christmas song that you released. Yeah. I like that. You're exploring your avenues here. Yeah, I'm trying. No, just working. I had to just get them something for Christmas. I didn't have no videos planned, so just I did a giveaway and all that. Um, for a Christmas giveaway, actually, for my neighborhood. So, you know, just the footage on that. I just had used that for the Christmas song. No, just to give the fans something new to listen to for now. Where do you see the future of Bronx Drill heading now that you're one of the figureheads of it? Where do you see it heading in the future? Um, no. It's a probably, it'll probably get big. It'll get big because, you know, we brought it to a different wave as in sample drill because mm -hmm. we was doing regular drill, everybody doing regular drill. And, you know, people was... People were sampling music, like they'll do a sample, they'll re like remix it basically. We remaking it. Like you get a sample, you get the instrumental and they rap over that, but that's not sample drill. That's not considered a sample drill. So we remade for me the song into one of ours every time we sample something. So it's like we out here remaking old hits, you know, people love and doubt music, people love and they feeling the beats, you know, they feeling it. So it's like, it could probably take it to another wave, like a little farther than we thought it would. And I think you're doing that. You're receiving praise from the legends in hip hop and that's important. And you're a key piece yeah. in bridging the gap in between the old and young generations because there is that disconnect. And I think if we have artists such as yourself, we could all come together and, and do what they do in music. And that's what you're doing out here. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. And I, I respect you for that. And I salute you for that. Cause that's huge. There's not too many artists that are doing that in the game right now. Yeah, definitely appreciate that. Of course. Um, I know that you were influenced by you, you, you were in tune with the Brooklyn drill scene with pop smoke and Fabio. Did you have the chance to meet pop smoke before he passed away? Um, nah, I ain't get to meet him yet. No. Rest in peace to pop smoke. He had a major influence on here. Yeah, definitely, definitely. 
especially for all drill artists. But you have a lot on the way here. I'm looking forward to it. When we look back in years to come, how do you want people to remember B-Love as the lasting imprint on hip hop when we look back at your career, when it's all said and done? Um, no, I just want to have a big impact. Somebody like, you know, the Hall of Fame or that. For me, stood out. He was just one of, one of none, you know? Just a different type of person, different type of artist, you know, bringing in. And that's what's going to be. B-Love, I want to thank you for coming on the show here today. Is there anything else you would love to let the audience know? Any more announcements you want to make? Anything, man? Yeah, got a new song dropping. Don't change. Coming real soon within this week. Um, stay tuned. For me, more music coming soon. Talk coming soon. Come check out my Instagram where I'm going to be at. Yeah, meet me there. For sure. B-Love, thank you for all that you're doing for hip-hop out here. I'm looking forward to all your future success. You've already accomplished so much. Big things are on the way for 2022, and it's only getting started. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Appreciate it. No doubt, B-Love. I want you to enjoy the rest of your night. Take care and stay safe, all right? You're always welcome right, on the show, too, man. You're ready, bro. bro. Be, yeah. be easy, bro. Appreciate it. You too, man. Peace out, man.